0: yeah, oh yeah, can I get up? Oh yeah, oh yeah, can I get up? What's up, enterprisers? Welcome to another episode of the Enterprise Now podcast, where we shape the mindset of the high achiever to think like an entrepreneur. We talk with masters of the craft to get the cheat codes to success, helping elite enterprisers level up and maximize their brand. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor. Now let's get to it. All right, folks, thank you for joining us on another episode of Enterprise Now. We have Gramps Jeffrey. Now, I made sure before we hit record that that was his actual name and or what he goes by, and he told me that's what I could call him. So, Gramps, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, I appreciate you inviting me. Thanks a lot.
0: So, Gramps, we like to get right to the point, but before we get into the goods, the content, can I get a oh, yeah? Oh yeah. Perfect. Perfect. So operations, marketing, sales, finance, books. What's your favorite area of business?
1: My favorite area of business is marketing. Marketing. That is what I live for. You talk about some of the other areas I'm not too strong in, but marketing and sales, that's what I love.
0: Yeah. I haven't done a scientific study on this, but I think marketing is one of the more popular uh, answers that, that I've gotten so far. So what, what is it about marketing that, that you love?
1: Oh, you know, when I went to college, I was going to be a doctor. You know, every mom wants their son to be a doctor. So, I you know, I, I would spent my first year in college with all the chemistry and all the blood. And I said, no, 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 this is not going to work for me. And I took this marketing course. And it said, it, 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 it talked to me. It was like this is what I want to do. So I happened to go to a school in Miami, Ohio, uh, that was big into retailing. And so my first adventure out of college was into going into retailing. And so that's really how my marketing started to be cemented.
0: Got it. What so what was the first sort of marketing project or um, thing that you did?
1: Well, my first part of my career was within big business. Uh, I was working in department stores. So I uh, was with for Dines, which is part of Federated, which is now Macy's. And that's where I spent 13 years really honing my craft, you know, becoming a buyer, running stores, learning really what marketing was all about. Then I got involved into the discount business, and I was involved with uh, the growing chains. I took one company from uh, 49 stores to 440 stores. I took another company from uh, uh, 240 stores to 551 stores. And so that was all part of the marketing aspect. Uh, Then, finally, I decided, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. You know, I've got entrepreneurship runs in my family. So that's when I started to do my own businesses, and I opened up a couple businesses. My first business I opened was a chain of salons. You know, I had 11 salons. You say, why salons? Why are you going, you know, what's a guy like you going into the salon business? Well, when I was running the downtown Miami Burdines uh, department store, salons was our most profitable business and if you think about it you know customers come in they come in once a week once every few weeks but they keep coming back whereas you know you buy a spring blouse you buy a winter blouse you come in a few times but you know so, and and there was no pro no 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 product you had to really get involved in buying it was all in personnel so that's why i got into the uh, salon business I started that up, and uh, I built it to 11 salons, and I sold it to investors. And at the same time I was doing that, I started an Internet company, which became the premier business-to-business site on the Internet, where we sold in case quantity to small businesses all around the world, shipped in all 50 states, around 44 countries. And uh, our customer base were the moms and the pops who were surviving, thriving against the chains, and uh, eventually took that company public.
0: That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit about that. Um, The mindset that if you're an entrepreneur business owner, you need to have, right? So from day one, my opinion is that you should be looking at your business uh, to position it to sell or, or, and, or to exit. Um, Give us some insights on that.
1: You always have to have an exit strategy. You always got to be thinking about, okay, where am I going to be taking this business? Uh in fact I wrote a book on it. It's called the The Secrets of Retailing, How to Be Walmart. Uh, and it's a step-by-step guide on how to start a business, how to run a business, and then how to eventually exit a business.
0: So what are some of the tips or the keys to success in that, right? So so we're talking about getting your business ready to sell. What sort of things can you help the listeners um understand what that they can do to get ready to sell their business?
1: Well first of all you gotta go back to the beginning. You know, how do you start a business? How do you how do you, you do you do something that, that has legs and, and, and can keep going? Well obviously first of all you have to have the right products or the right concept or the right service. You know, that's very important. You know, when you think that you know that fifty percent of entrepreneurs and small businesses fail in the first five years. That means half of the people that have started businesses you know didn't start it on the right foot you know and what what causes failure well one thing that causes failure is you've got the wrong product or you have the wrong service and so you just beat your head against the wall and you try to to uh you know make something happen but it's the wrong product so that causes failure Another thing that causes failure is that, you know, you don't have enough cash to keep the business going. You've got to be able to, in your mind, you need to think that I'm not going to make sales for six months. So how much cash do I need to have up front that's going to last me for six months so that I can survive not making a sale? Uh, And the third thing that, that happens is you hire the wrong people. And so you don't get your, your 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 ideas across. So going back to how to start a business, you need to have those things in mind before you even start the concept of being an entrepreneur. Now, using me as an example, you know, I, I love I love marketing. You know, I like sales, uh, but I surely can't really do well in accounting. Right? I mean, I, I, I do it. If you stick me in a room for a, uh, for a day and say do accounting, I would be bouncing all over the place. Okay? That's not my forte. So one of the first things that I've ever done when I started a business, I found somebody who loves accounting. You know, somebody who has the passion for accounting like I have the passion for merchandising. So if you want to make sure you hire somebody. You know, using me as an example also, um, I, I can't draw a straight line. I mean, I may have the concept, but I, I don't have the artistic ability. So I have to find a great designer to work with me to make all that happen. You know? And even though I was in the heart of the, the Internet business and one of the pioneers in the B2B space, uh, you know, I can't program. So I had to find somebody who can really program. So the key is you have to surround yourself with people that have strengths that you do not. And, and don't let your ego get in the way and figure that you're, you, you know everything. You're going to make it all happen. Admit up front that, that you need to surround yourself with people that are smarter than you are.
0: Now, what do you say to that entrepreneur who's just starting out? They are the chief bottle washer. They are everything. And maybe they can't afford to hire somebody on the team. What, what ways can they tied themselves over until the the business grows to the point where they can afford to to bring on a team. All you have to
1: do is go on the internet today and see all these services that people offer by the hour, you know, by the week, you know, and that's how you round it out. Again, before you start a business, make sure you got enough money to last six months. Otherwise you're going to be, you know, you kind of say, what makes you not sleep at night? Well, the one thing that always in the back of my mind kept me up was, am I going to make payroll at the end of the week? You know, that was the thing of all the things I did. That was the one thing that kept me up at night. And, uh, and so you just got to make sure you got enough cash to get into this. Um, And so that you can afford to hire somebody for an hour or four hours or five hours a week to do the things, because if you try to do it, it's going to take you a week to do what other experts can do in three or four hours. So just admit that, you know, and you, you kind of always ask yourself, what, what, what am I weak at? Just admit it. Don't let your ego get in the way.
0: Got it. So map out what needs to be done and plan accordingly. What um, we, we talked before we hit recording in the proverbial green room about uh, self-awareness and taking responsibility. Uh, what insights do you have um, on those two points?
1: Well, you know, if you go back to my most recent children's book that I just wrote, which is I Don't Want to Turn Three, you know, the theme of the book is at what age do we actually start to begin to take responsibility for our actions? Is it 3 years old? Is it 13 years old? Is it 23 years old? You know, I'm a baby boomer, and i got plenty of people that are 63 that still don't take you know, responsibility for their actions. And that's all part of it. You know, entrepreneur has to take responsibility you know we learn by failing unfortunately but that's how we learn and you know that's why as we get older we do get wiser because we fail and don't be afraid to fail you know you know how many entrepreneurs do you know that started something that didn't work but said i'm going to come back so you know just
0: don't be afraid to fail that uh Gramps is a perfect segue to our next segment. What is the stupidest thing you've done? If you're like me, there's probably more than one, but give me one thing that you you've done that you look back on and you say, "Okay, well, that didn't go as planned."
1: I would say that my biggest mistake is I didn't realize that I wanted to be my own boss for about 10 years. And so I spent 10 years, you know, working for other people that I should have been working for myself. And that's my biggest regret, is if you feel down in the, the, the deep, that you're an entrepreneur, and don't kid yourself, you know, only 10 to 15% of Americans are true entrepreneurs. You know, they're the ones that will take that leap. And I just wish that I would have taken the leap 10 years earlier. Because who knows what else I could have built, but uh, you know that's that's part of
0: growing up. Such is life. So what that ten to fifteen percent are true entrepreneurs. Is that a, a a referenceable number? What's interesting is they've been tracking
1: entrepreneurship since the Revolutionary War. In every single generation, it doesn't vary. In every single generation since the late 1770s here in America, 10% of us are entrepreneurs. You know, Maybe 40% think they're entrepreneurs, but there's only 10% that take that dive, that take that chance, that invest that time and invest that money. Uh, so it, it really, it, it's an amazing thing.
0: Got it. So, um, Gramps, if people want to reach out to you, learn more about um, you and what you do, how can they do that?
1: I'll just come to my site. It's Gramps Jeffrey, dot com. It's Gramps uh, They can find my books on Amazon. They can find the children's books on uh, Barnes and Noble and Amazon and uh, lots of other sites or uh, just uh, if, if any of your listeners want to continue this conversation, have them email me at grampsjeffrey at gmail.com.
0: Perfect. Thank you so much for your time, Gramps. Oh,
1: thanks for inviting me.